What's going on since the Sandbox fans? We're back. And yes, you got it right. It's Kevy doing the football intro. We're here talking more fantasy. Top 25 wide receivers with Lou and Steve. How are you guys doing today? We're doing good. And Lou, I'm going to just, I'm going to take the bull by the horns, as you would say. And I'm going to hop in at 25. And 25 and 24, I actually have a pair of receivers in the same team. I got Tyler Boyd, AJ Green. Lou, I know you're very fond of those guys. At 23, I think this guy can be a lot higher than this midway through the fantasy year. I mean, that's DK Metcalf. 22, I got Robert Woods. 21, I got Tyler Lockett. All of those guys at 21, 22, and 23 in Metcalf, Woods, and Lockett have great potential as second or third receivers on your team. Our bottom of the list isn't really that much different. I have uh, Boyd at 25. I have uh, Brandon Cooks at 24. He, I think he has a high, high potential depending on how uh, – Fast, he gets acquainted with Deshaun Watson. Lockett at 23, Calvin Ridley at 22, and Robert Woods at 21. And just to say this, the wide receivers below and above this, everyone has great potential this season. You know what I mean? This is going to be a weird year. We don't know who the number ones are going to be with a lot of new teams, with different players, different QBs. So it's going to be really interesting to see who takes the leap and who takes steps back. Ooh, my list is interesting. All right, so jumping in, 25, I got Hollywood Brown. 24, I got Julian Edelman. 23, I know you guys might think this is low, especially you, Steve, because I know this is your guy. But I got Juju Smith-Schuster. At 22, I got my guy from last year, Colin Sutton. And at 21, I got DK Metcalf. Kev, honestly, not too bad. I don't I don't mind Juju at, at 23 last year. Lou probably doesn't even have him in his top 25. But, Lou, I actually don't have Brandon Cooks in my top 25. And, you know, I really did want to have him in there, but I just really got to see that relationship with him. And we really didn't see Brandon Cooks to the great extent that we know him last year. So hoping that he can get back to that. But at 20, I got Calvin Ridley. I think he's a great number two option in Atlanta and a very slept-on fantasy receiver. 19, Allen Robinson. I know our boy Holman, very big fan of the show, is, is always telling me about Allen Robinson and how, how he's disrespected as a receiver. 18, Stefan Diggs in Buffalo, going to be a, a big threat in the AFC East. 17, Lou's always putting up the T.Y. after an indie touchdown. T.Y. Hilton at 17. And at 16, I love me some Juju. Juju on that beat. Smith Schuster at 16. And it's funny to you because I, I do have Juju on my list, and he is my 20. I think he, he's going to be a solid receiver. He did kind of stick it to me last season, but we won't talk about that. 19, I have A.J. Brown. I think he has a, a good amount of upside, but I think he's going to take a step back because he's the only person that, that's going to be thrown to outside of that tight end who has a crazy name. Then I have T.Y. at 18, Steve, I, uh, middle of the pack, but still a, a good option. Uh, then I have Stephon Diggs at 17, and then I have Jarvis Landry at 16. I, I know that's a little low, but I, I don't ha- have Odell much farther up either. All right, so now to start off my 20, I got a little riddle for you guys. So at 20 and 19, I got two guys with the same first name and colors as their last name. Can you guys guess who they are? <laughs> da, na, 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 na. AJ Green. Yes. Yeah, not in that order, though. I have AJ Brown at 20 and AJ Green at 19. But congrats, Steve. If you were on Jeopardy, you would have won like $200 there. Lou, I can smell your breath through the mic. 20, I got AJ Brown. 19, AJ Green. 18, I got Tyler Lockett. 17, I have Jarvis. 
And at 16, I got Stefan Diggs. Like you said, in Buffalo, I think he's going to be a tough matchup for a lot of the AFC East cornerbacks besides, you know, my guy, Stefan Gilmore, of course. Are, are you wheeling out A.J. Green to the game in the wheelchair? Or is that someone else? I just don't know how you could put him that high. That that bath, that guy hasn't played since since before my little brother was Because there's, there's a new sheriff in town, and his name's Joe Burrows. <laughs> it's Burrow. Burrow. <laughs> I, added, I added a Z on it for all the sleeping. <laughs> guys, at 15, um, I'm going to come in at Jarvis, so you guys didn't have him too far off from where I had him. And depending on how you really go about your draft, if you like taking a tight end early or you go a lot of running backs early, I think Jarvis could be a guy that you can rely on kind of as you know a, a high-sailing number two, low-tier number one receiver. And I have Odell right in front of him at 14. I think those guys will put up very similar numbers I think on different teams that they would both be in a better situation, but we got to see if Baker Mayfield's really going to hurt their stock again this year. 13, in a new offense, has a couple of other weapons with him. I still think he'll get a lot of receptions and be a very crafty receiver, and that's DJ Moore. 12, I have Amari Cooper. I think he's going to be affected a little bit by having C.D. Lamb there, who I think is going to be a huge threat for the Dallas Cowboys. In 11, I got Cooper Cup. That man is lethal in the slot. Yeah, Steve, it's funny. I, I have Odell back-to-back with, with Juice uh, as well. And funny, Steve, I have CeeDee Lamb as my 26. Not for anything. I wanted to put him on the list badly, but he just barely missed it. And at 14, a guy who me and Kev love, who now because Nick Foles is there, I think is going to take a huge leap up and is going to be a very good wide receiver. Yes, sir. Allen Robinson, dude, at 14. He did well with Trubisky last season. Can you imagine what a veteran guy who's used to throwing to big targets uh, like Alshon Jeffrey and made him into a consistently good receiver? But Steve, at 13, I have DJ Moore. I love him uh, with Teddy Bridgewater. At 12, I have Cooper Cup. I mean, that, that's my guy. And then at 11, I have Amari Cooper. Amari Cooper's a huge risk this season. He's a big boomer bust guy. Huge. He's either going to be the definitive number one or he's going to struggle immensely with the amount of weapons that they have around him. Lou, with that Hasselhoff figure you got, you know, I'd probably compare you to a Cooper Cup. Yeah. No, no, no. I definitely have the most receiving odds in college football history. They changed my name, but it was me. Lou, you could play Hasselhoff in like an off-Broadway play or something. Did you not see I believe Baywatch? It. <laughs> I'm in <laughs> Baywatch. <laughs> but, Lou, as much as – actually, first of all, I want to shout out both of you guys for the DJ Moore. I love that. He just missed my top 25, but I like that pick a lot. But, but you put AJ off, Green in there. What? Lou. Lou, listen, before I come to your house, because no one's home, I know no one's home, and strangle you, all right? It's time for me to jump into my 15. And you should be happy because I got respect for your team, and I put T.Y. Hilton at 15. And at 14, Ooh. like you, Lou, I put our guy, Allen Robinson. I, now I get Steve's guy at 13, who also wears number 13, I believe, Odell Beckham Jr. At 12, I got Chris Godwin, and at 11, I have... Cooper, fill my cup. <laughs> fill my cup up. <laughs> finish the rest. Hey. <laughs> I don't think we can finish this on the show, but that's uh, I'll save it for another time. That was, that was throwback to, to young Sinatra's uh, rapping career. We're still trying to find out where that's at. But got to plug in the, the new rap career that's debuting on August 14th. It's going to be a little before this. But go check out that Uncle Tony EP dropping five episodes of Absolute Heat and coming with an intro for the Since the Sandbox podcast. But at 10, guys, let's continue the receiver talk. And I got Chris Godwin. 
I think it's really hard to keep him outside of the top 10 based off of what he did last year. We know that Jameis threw for an absurd amount of yards an absurd amount of times per game. But I do think that there's going to be a distance in those Buccaneers receivers this year. And Mike, Mike Evans is the more talented receiver. We'll get to that. But at nine, I got Kenny Galladay. Um, I think it's going to be a really weird year in Detroit. But Kenny Galladay still found a way to shine in a weird year last year for Detroit. So he's a big target and he's going to ball at eight. Keenan Allen, as long as he could stay healthy, he's going to put up absolute numbers. But like I said, health is, is his main concern. And without Phillip Rivers there for the first time in his career, we'll see what Keenan Allen can really be. Seven, Adam Thielen. And some can argue that he could be higher on this list with Stephon Diggs not being in Minnesota. But I think seven's a, a very fair spot for him. Has a lot of potential. But like I said, with Keenan Allen, I think health is, is going to be a concern for Thielen. And I think it's going to be interesting because I think we all have Adam Thielen ranked higher than Stephon Diggs on our fantasy rankings. Going to have to hear what people say about that. But at six, the next Tampa Bay Buccaneers receiver, Mike Evans. I mean, Matt Toro. I mean, Mike Evans (laughs) at six. Uh, I see what you did there. (laughs) Wait, isn't that the same guy? (laughs) Um, but no um, it's funny because Steve I I really wanted to put Keenan higher on my list but he is 10 for me I have Kenny Galladay at 9 and then I have back-to-back Chris Godwin and Mike Evans I think you're right Steve Uh, Evans will be the de facto number one and prove himself but I don't think Godwin will be too far behind and then at 6 Steve uh, just above where you had him I have Adam Thielen who is undoubtedly in my opinion the best slot receiver probably on the planet and he is a monster like you said Steve but those hamstrings got to hold up, man. They just have to. Yeah, I got Mike Evans a little lower, but we'll get to that. At uh, at 10, I got Amari Cooper. And then this is where I have Mike Evans at uh, at 9. Above him at 8, I have Adam Thielen. And then Kenny Galladay at 7. I know that's high, but I think Steph is going to have a monster year. Because like I said with Matt Ryan earlier in the um, in the running back episode, that I think you know, Stafford ain't getting any younger, so he's out He's out for blood, and he's going to want to air it out. And Kenny Galladay is clearly his guy, so that's why I have him that high. And then at six, I got Keenan Allen. You know, it would be real funny to take this back five years because if we're talking Kevin's top five wide receiver list, you know for a fact that Randall Cobb and Des Bryant are both in that top five. <laughs> yeah, that's. I just need a quick explanation on the Keenan Allen at six. Was there something of the water? <laughs> Did did your coach call? Like like where does a guy uh, no. where does a guy that hold on a minute? Where does a guy that has <laughs> arguably the least the worst ranked starting QB in the league, even though I don't think of him as that, go up from like the fifteenth receiver last year to the sixth? I need this process. Where does that bridge? There's no explanation. He's just gonna have a monster year. And in this time in about you know, two, three months, you're going to have to apologize on one of our episodes because you're gonna say, Wow, Kev, you were right. This guy's an animal. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, I have him at 10, but 6, I please, man. I, I don't think Tyrod Taylor is that much better than Phil. I hope Keenan Allen hears this because we're going to have to stay on top of, of the fantasy rankings throughout the season and, and see where Keenan Allen ranks in about two, three months. Um, If he's around 6, I, I'm, I'm sure it's very possible just going to stay healthy. But let's get into the top five. These guys can all really go in any order. We all know that. Very interchangeable. But if I've got to go Devontae Adams, I thought that there was going to be another weapon going next to Devontae Adams this year, but instead they decided to go Jordan Love. 
that's been the talk of the offseason. Aaron Rodgers isn't too pleased about it. But I think Green Bay needs to make more of a Super Bowl aspiration push rather than try and build the future. And I don't know what gear Matt LaFleur is really on. Uh, I still think Devontae Adams and Aaron Rodgers will be great fantasy players, but that's why I have him on the lower half of the five. At four, I think this guy can really be anywhere up to one, and I'm serious on that as far as fantasy. And that's Tyreek Hill. Any play can literally be a touchdown with this guy. He's a cheat code. We haven't seen anything like it. I mean, his speed is unreal, and I just don't think that we should ever see legs move that quick. And the fact that they do on a football field, and, like, he can literally catch up to his teammates on, like, running for a touchdown from across the field. It's just absolutely crazy, mind-boggling. And the fact that Mahomes is his quarterback, too, I mean, I mean, wow. But, yeah, Tyreek Hill at four. Three, I got Julio Jones. Not not much to explain there. That that connection between Julio and Matt Ryan is long established. And we know that we're going to get 1,400 yards from Julio as long as he plays, you know, 14, 13 games. Two, I actually have DeAndre Hopkins. So I know I didn't have DeAndre Hopkins in my top 10 NFL players, but we're talking fantasy. and It's a little different. So I, I got DeAndre Hopkins at two here. I think if that offense in Arizona hits all cylinders, I mean, he could even be the best fantasy receiver this year. And I don't think that that's an exaggeration by any means. I think he's going to get his more than Larry Fitzwill and Christian Kirk. You know, he's going to be the surefire number one. And this will really have Kyle Murray's game go to the next level. But at one, I don't know how you could have anyone different. Michael Thomas with 150 catches last year, making it look so easy. He's going to go out and ball and. I have expectations of 120-plus catches again for him. Yeah, Steve, I, I agree with you on um, you could put these guys in, in any order. I particularly like like the way you put it. We have a couple things different, so I'll just jump in. Uh, I have Devontae Adams at five, just like you do, but I have D-Hop at four, and um, just because it's a new connection and they do have weapons, and Kyle Murray does like to run around a lot, and they might do some dump-offs, or they might just go to over-reliable. But again, there's no way you can have the dude outside the top five. It just doesn't make any sense. Not possible. Three, I have Julio. Again, like you said, Steve, that consistent connection with him and Matt Ryan. He's a yards machine. You really can't cover him. Uh, at two, I have Tyree Kill. Uh, and Steve, just to think, and Kev, too, I remember we were all together for um, the game last year. It was Broncos versus Chiefs when Mahomes got hurt. And he hurt his knee, and Tyreek was still in there killing it with Matt Moore at quarterback. So there's really nothing you could do to stop this guy. And, and if they're both healthy, Steve, for a full season, it, the sky's the limit. And then one is Michael Thomas, because you can't guard Mike. Yeah, so like both of you guys and most other people, we all have, you know, the same players in our top five. But my variations, you know, a little bit of a hybrid between both of you. So I'm going to jump in. And at five, like both of you guys, I got Devontae Adams. At four, I have Tyreek Hill. At three, I have D-Hop. And then at two and one, I have Julio and Michael Thomas. We love to see that. Yeah, Kev, very impressed. But, Lou, I, I'm, I'm very surprised. I didn't, I didn't think that, that you would have uh, Tyreek that high. So, so I'm very impressed. And I honestly love him at two. Yeah, I just think the upsides, I, again, like how do you cover that? There's Kelsey still. They didn't lose anybody. So it's just the same Tyreek Hill from last season who was a top five wide receiver. 
but a full year of Mahomes, hopefully, with an improved running back. So, uh, yeah, it, it's going to be very cool to see them. He, he's, he's just a monster, and you just can't cover him with, with one guy. You, you have to bring a safety over the top, and that's where uh, Kelsey comes in. So can't wait to see how they play together and, and continue the great run they've had offensively. And this, we love that for you. There's so many wide receivers, too, that, you know, you could, you could really argue that could have been on this list. You know, Kev, it wasn't, it wasn't wrong to say Cortland Sutton or Marquise Brown on that. Lou, I'm pretty sure you mentioned A.J. Brown um, to some sort. But even, even guys, someone like Devontae Parker, you know, Emmanuel Sanders, those are guys that could, could very much still be talked about. And, Lou, like we talked about the home run ability and Tyreek Hill, guys like Miko Hodman and, and Henry Ruggs are really going to have that too this year. So there's a lot of guys that have the potential to, you know, really be a top 25 receiver. But that's why it's so good to get a couple of good ones because you never know when you're going to need them for bye weeks and so on. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and all I'm going to say is it wasn't a fluke last year. DJ Chalk is real. Top 30 wide receiver, pushing the top 25. He, he's going to be a beast because there's no one else to throw to in Jacksonville. All my homies love the Jaguars. All my homies love the Jags, bro. All right, guys, that wraps up our wide receiver fantasy rankings. Definitely was fun getting down, getting dirty, and getting these guys ranked within the top 25. But that wraps things up for this episode. Before we end, you guys got to make sure to either listen to this episode again to hear the rankings or go to sincethesandbox.net, become a member, go to members only page, and go see all of our rankings. And before the end, we got to give a shout out to Mike Gordon and Joey Drama Gordon. Always big supporters, big fantasy football guys. Joey wants to get on the show one day, but we'll, we'll see what happens. Keep it going in fantasy. We'll see you guys in Laconia. Who, Ninja? Yeah, <laughs> Ninja. We out. Yeah, Nella.